Coming up, we're going to be talking about Disney's 2017 movie slate, and you'd be surprised how many movies there are on it. We'll be talking about that and maybe a couple extra movies that I want to see throughout the year. That and more in this episode of DizPop. DizPop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everybody. Happy New Year. I am your host, Rhino, and Rhino Clavin, that is. Uh, And um, welcome back. This is the 2017 edition of Diz Pop, and uh, we're going to get started, like I said, talking about um, Disney's movie slate this year. I thought that would be a fun way, some stuff to look forward to throughout the year. And um, yeah, so let's just dive right into it. I feel like I haven't seen you guys in like two weeks or something. I know, it's crazy. Um, Well, um, it's going to surprise you to hear. It may or may not surprise you. Excuse me while I scoot in here. Um, There's only eight movies on the slate this year. I know. That seems really low. So two Marvel movies, two Pixar movies, one Lucasfilm movie, and one Disney Nature. I know. I don't know. Some people see those, I guess. Uh, One Disney Nature film and only one from the main studio itself. Um... So I'm going to run through all the Disney movies, all the ones coming out this year, and then, uh, well, I'll just do that. Sorry. Um, So first up this year is Beauty and the Beast, the live-action adaptation, obviously, of the uh, beloved classic that's coming out March 17th. Um, I'm excited for that. If you haven't heard, uh, they did release a little audio clip of Emma Watson singing, um, I think it was something there that wasn't there before, or the theme, Beauty and the Beast. I don't know. Um, But she's singing. I think it's great. It's nice that we can finally hear her. And uh, so it kind of puts those fears to rest. Um, She doesn't sound exactly like... um, Oh, my goodness. Her name is escaping me. I do apologize. But uh, the bell from the animated classic. But that's good. That's not what I want. I don't want the exact same thing. Because then you're just the whole time going to be trying to compare the two. Anyway, so there's that. Sub first. Um, next in April, on the 21st, we have Disney Nature's Born in China. Um, and I forgot to double check what that one is about. Um, Born in China. So let's find out together. Um, I am really curious what Google's going to pull back. The search results are going to send me really quickly here. But. <clears throat> Um, Disney Nature every year, they did the Monkey Kingdom. Oh, this is the one about the pandas. Mm, I do love pandas. Um, so anyway, that's coming out on the 21st, um, which I believe is right around Earth Day. Because they usually release those around Earth Day. Animal Kingdom open on that day as well. Um, <clears throat> but... Uh, after that, in May, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which I am super excited about because um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, I mean, it's the best. It's the best. For me, It's the my. I think it's going to be end up being one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Marvel film. But after that, we've got the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie, Dead Men Tell No Tales, May 26th. That's two movies, May 5th, May 26th, and um, like... Right next to each other. Then in June, Cars 3. Now, I never saw Cars 2. I've seen the first one once. I'm not crazy about it. Love Cars Land in Disney California Adventure. 
I will watch the second one before I watch the third one, and I'll probably see the third one because they hooked me on that teaser trailer. And if you haven't seen it, you know, watch it after this video and um, check it out. It's very dark. It's very... It grips you. Um, it's clearly going to be kind of a story about maybe aging and like what you do when you've aged out of your profession. I don't know. It look, it, it, the the animation looks incredible um, and very intense trailer. Um, but then after that, we have a huge gap until November 3rd. We get Thor Ragnarok, which I am super excited about um, because it is being – it's directed by the uh, – <clears throat> Um, the same guy who directed and was in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, and that movie's hilarious. And I think it'll be a good, nice change of pace. I didn't care for the second Thor movie, The Dark World, I think is what it was called. Um, and the first one's okay. I like the character. I just feel like he hasn't been handled very well other than the Joss Whedon in the first Avengers movie. But anyway, um, then we have our Pixar film that same month. So another duo hit. Two hits, one month, one month. Um, Coco, and that's the uh, the film, the Pixar movie that is inspired by the Mexican holiday Dia de los Muertos. I butchered that. Sorry. Uh, if Mary Jo were here, she'd be on it. She'd 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 uh, she'd do it for me. Um, that's based on an original idea by Lee um, Unkrich, who directed Toy Story three, uh, one of the best movies that Pixar has put out. Um, and Coco follows a twelve year old boy named Miguel who sets off on a chain of events, who sets off a chain of events relating to a century old mystery, leading to an extraordinary family reunion, which leads me to believe, obviously, some relatives are going to be coming back from the dead, which because that's what the holiday is all about. I think that's cool. I look forward. I I love this uh, foray into other cultures um, that they're finally doing, and Disney, Pixar. Uh, Pixar's been pretty good about that, I'd say, trying to move away into different storylines, but I look forward to it. Um, haven't really seen anything other than a poster and, a, like, an image, but <clears throat> then we have, of course, in December 15th, on the 15th, Star Wars Episode Eight. Unfortunately, um, uh, Princess Leia... Carrie Fisher will be her final performance. Going to have a much larger part than she did in The Force Awakens. And I've heard that they're having a meeting in the next week with um, Colin Trevorrow and uh, the such to decide what to do. Because apparently she was going to also play an integral part in the third film, which was um, to get filming later this year. And so they've got to figure out kind of how they're going to – what they're going to do about the character. And, I mean, I hope they just honor – uh, Carrie Fisher's kind of legacy as Princess Leia in the best way they can. And I, I'm sure they will. I know they know it's a, it's no easy task. Um, and, you know, it was a sad, sad passing. Sad, sad, sad. Um, very unfortunate. But I will be excited to see her turn as uh, General Leia Organa at least one more time in Episode 8. Um, so, yeah. There's that. That's it. Eight movies. Isn't that crazy? So this is the first year that there's basically, like, no smaller films. It's all tent poles. I mean, you could argue that Disney Nature is not a tent pole, but, I mean, that's it. That's seven out of eight. Um, kind of crazy. Diverse collection, though. You know, plenty of Marvel. Pl uh, we got Pixar Marvel. We got the live action. Um, but uh, I guess apparently July 28th and December 22nd had also been slated for – it uh, had originally been slated for an untitled live-action Disney fairy tale movie. But there isn't really anything in active production that could probably be finished by then. Not that I'm aware of at least. So 
Also, December 22nd, that's just a week after The Force Awakens. Uh, not The Force Awakens, excuse me. Episode 8, and so it seems kind of superfluous to have another movie come out around then. Um, so, just my, my final thought here is kind of like this new streamlined model. Um, <clears throat> it could work in their favor. So, you know, Disney is kind of notorious for like pumping out movies, pumping out movies, pumping out movies. But this year, I mean, they did pretty well for themselves. Um it, this this like smaller scale thing it kind of i feel like i'm a little more trustworthy of it because it seems like just to do that short amount of movie they must really trust them to do really well which means they're probably pretty solid movies i mean it, it, so cars 3 even the one the one i'm probably least excited about i'm i'm just not going to refer to that disney nature film that's like its own entity um <clears throat> But Cars 3 is probably the one I'm, I'm least excited for. But at the same time, I'm still like – I'm very intrigued. So we get two Pixar movies this year, um, which is pretty awesome. And I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a strong year. But um, either way, Disney's coming off an incredibly uh, lucrative year, setting new industry records both in the foreign box office, which got – I believe it closed out at around $7.61 billion is the number I came up with, and domestic where it surpassed $3 billion. So that's two new movie studio milestones. And so they're – they got it going right now. They are in a renaissance and it, and they – I just keep going. Keep it going. I'm I'm enjoying it. So I know it's only eight. So I figured I would actually, um, you know, Dispop would kind of stray out of the Disney area a little bit. See, like my hands go out of the frame if you're watching. I keep looking down because the, the monitor for my camera is over here. So I do apologize if you're watching. I'm not making eye contact. If you are listening, well, I just apologize for my annoying voice. And I've kicked the table now. Um... So anyway, so what I thought I would do is just kind of walk you through the whole year of movies that I'm excited for and I'm sure many of you are excited for as well because there are some other big tent poles in here, kind of nerdy stuff too, but it's I feel like we've got pretty exciting, a pretty decent year that is actually very heavy loaded on the earlier part of the year. So um I'm probably going to talk about some of these on the show, so I figured I'd just, I'd just start with this month, January. Now, January is kind of notorious for being the Hollywood dumping ground for, let's say, not great films. Um, not always the case, though, because some of the movies that opened in limited um, limited territories kind of go wide right after Christmas. They just try and hit the limited territory to make it to award season in order to, you know, so then they can make it wide in January. But... Um, <clears throat> So there's really only kind of three big, bigger ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, the Underworld movie comes out this Friday on the 6th, which is today, technically, if you're listening to this the day it came out. Uh, I didn't see the last one, I just realized, too. When I was younger, when the first one came out, I was in, like, high school, like, early in high school. And I, you know, it was the beginning of the vampire werewolf thing all over again. I mean, it was, Buffy was still on, and, er, yeah, yeah, Buffy was still on, and, so, you know, this is pre-Twilight, but it's all Romeo and Juliet based. And I thought it was cool back in the day. The second one was like, okay. And then they did like the spinoff that was the story about the whole ones that started the war. And I can't really remember that one at all. And then I never got around to seeing the last one. So this one's not getting great reviews either. I think at this point you kind of like, you know whether you like it or not. What are they going to bring that's new to the new to the franchise but um there's that and then speaking of another terrible franchise that's a guilty pleasure resident evil i love mila jovovich if that is even how you pronounce her name but she had me hooked from the fifth element when i was like 10 years old when that movie came out and um 
I pretty much, she's one of my favorite female action stars, so I'll go see anything she's in. Um, again, I don't think I saw the last one, so I'm going to have to do a little marathon, but that that's coming out later this month. Uh, I forgot to write the dates down for that one. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, but uh, I believe that's in the 20s. Like, it's the second to last week of the month, I think. Um but there's that. And then probably the only good one in the group is I'm excited for that movie, The Founder. It's starring Michael Keaton. It's got Nick Offerman in it. And it's all about, like, uh, Laura Dern's in there. And it's about uh, the founding of McDonald's and how it kind of became what it is today. I always love a good dramatized uh, biography type story. So I'm looking forward to that um, finally opening in a wide release. Now, February... Um, we've got a fun movie coming out. Continuing on from the successful launch of the original Lego movie in 2014, we finally get the Lego Batman spinoff movie. Um, and again, here we have uh, Will Arnett as Batman, Zach Galifianakis as the Joker, Rosario Dawson as Barbara Gordon. You got Michael Sarah as Robin. I mean, there's like going to be tons of people in this movie. Um, the trailers look true to the tone of the other movie, but also, fun, you know, it looks fun and funny. And I think it'll be a good a fun movie to go see, especially like, you know, there's not a lot going on around that time. So I look forward to that. That was my big February movie. I'm sure there's other ones I'm missing too. I'm going to point that out, which is great because if I'm already excited about the number of movies we're going to talk about now, you got to think there's going to be a couple that come out that we didn't know, or they haven't been at pushing very hard yet. So now March is big. And now March last year, uh, I believe saw the release of Batman versus Superman. So that was 2016. So the, the, the summertime tentpole of like May, June, July in, in August, um, is growing again. They pushed it into April. I think Disney kind of established that April can be just as lucrative a month when they started releasing the Captain America films around April. And now March, this March, 2017 for me, at least, for you, I feel like, is going to have some blockbusters in it, which is surprising because for April, it's got like nothing. But first up, March 3rd, Logan. This is, I am super excited for this. I loved the trailer. Um, uh, so this is uh, Hugh Jackman's last, uh, his final turn, supposedly. I always hold out hope for maybe a cameo or something, but his final time playing Wolverine. So he has been Wolverine, and the, including cameos. He was in the six main X-Men movies, and this will be the third Wolverine movie, so that's nine movies. That is awesome. I'm now worried I'm even forgetting one, but um, but anyway, yeah, also Patrick Stewart will be back again as Professor Xavier. This is a Marvel movie. I am excited. It is rated R. Um, I think they're going to try and stay very true to Wolverine's um, kind of tone for this um, old man logan storyline and uh it looks cool it looks like a very personal story but they're going to kind of like go out and do the things they haven't been able to do yet was i guess there's like a thing called berserker rage that wolverine has so we'll see his claws may actually cut some may actually have some blood in them at this for the first time ever but um then after this march 10th which i was surprised in march Kong Skull Island. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer for this yet, it looks interesting. This is a version of the largest version of Kong we've ever seen. They had to make him extra big because he's got to fight Godzilla in the sequel. Because um, this is the beginning of the, the whole monster shared universe thing. Uh, so this one's set in the Vietnam era and it stars Tom Hiddleston, Captain Marvel herself, Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, John Goodman, John C. Riley. Um, the guy who directed this directed The Kings of Summer um, from 2013, which is also a really good movie. It's interesting looking trailer. I'm intrigued. I'll obviously see it. 
you know, Kong is part of the Diz, Diz Pop, Diz Universal family. So we've got to, we got to talk about Kong and it's Kong. It's King Kong. It's American treasure. Um, the following week. Uh, so that's the 10th. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm getting a little bit of a cold. Um, on the 17th, we've got Beauty and the Beast. And then on the 24th, the Power Rangers movie. So I, of course, will see this, I'm sure, at least 72 times in the movie theater. Um, I am excited. I am um, hesitantly optimistic. I think the suits look cool now. I've come around on them a little bit. I still have, like, qualms with them. Or is that even the right word? Um, with some stuff about the design of the female armor um, solely. But that's not even Power Ranger-related issue. It's more, like, kind of sexist issue. But... Um, but anyway, we're slowly getting these weird reveals with the toys. It's about time you give us, like, official reveals. I know that it's lower-budget side of things, and but Lionsgate wants to make this into a massive franchise. They're talking about making, like, 7 to 12 of these. So maybe pumping some money for a second trailer? I'm sure the special effects aren't done yet, but just give us a little something. But super excited about that. You all know I am unhealthily... I am obsessed with Power Rangers, so there's that. And then I'm also vaguely kind of interested in the Ghost in the Shell movie, which is based on the manga anime. I'm I'm not sure which one it is, but I am familiar with the Ghost in the Shell title, but it should be weird and interesting. But then that moves us into April. I didn't see anything really big in April. Um, some of you might be interested in this. I'm not. Um, the Fate of the Furious, the next Fast and the Furious movie is coming out. Um... You know, they're on this run of great, you know, fun. The, the, this this franchise has found its stride. And again, uh, new director in this one, or the one who directed the last one? I'm not sure. I don't I don't want to look it up right now. But I'm sure that'll be a big hit. Um, it doesn't have a lot of competition in April. March got really busy really quick. So now we're going to jump forward. Another big one. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, May 5th. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for the soundtrack. Then we have Ridley Scott's turn in the alien universe yet again he's got alien covenant so this is kind of the follow-up to prometheus but this one looks much more directly pandering almost to audience expectations if you haven't seen the trailer very scary very bloody don't watch it with young ones around but you know it's a really scott movie they're always very visually interesting so if nothing else i i mean i'm gonna see it come on let's not kid ourselves then on the 26th of may we have pirates of the caribbean dead man's chest and i will always oh i'm sorry dead men tell no tales um, I will always see a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I love uh, Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. Um, you know, it's just it's it's and this one's going to see the return of Will Turner, and I hear maybe Elizabeth Swan's going to cameo because maybe she'll be in the next one. But who knows? Exciting stuff. We are uh, we're going to move on down to June now. There's a couple movies I'm pretty excited about in June. Wonder Woman is the first one of the month, and that's on the seventh, and. I think this could go either way. I think this is the the point in the DC universe where, like, they can... I mean, it's, you know, a movie about war and, and stuff like that, but are the, is it going to get... Um, it's kind of the turning point. If this is going to be terrible, I think the movies are just going to be sliding downward from here on out. If it's decent, then I think we have a chance to climb back in because I'm one of the few people who didn't hate Batman versus Superman. I understand your qualms with it. I understand people saying it's long. I understand that it's dark, it's bleak, there's no humor in it. I get it. I agree with that. I agree with that stuff. But I don't think this movie is as bad as everyone trashed it out to be. Uh, the score is fantastic. Um, I, I appreciate it for being very different from Marvel movies. I could go on and on about that, but we'll, we'll talk about that privately if you want. Right after that, two days later, June 9th, 
the Mummy reboot. Um, and this is a modern day Mummy reboot, and it's got Tom Cruise uh, um, and uh, Sophia. Oh my goodness! Um, she was in the newest Star Trek movie, and she was also in Kingsman. She's great in both of those. Uh, I can't remember her last name. It starts with a B. Um, but she's going to play the mummy this time around. And then what's interesting, too, is uh, I read some neat stuff. This mummy movie is, is straight up saying, like, no, we're going to be a horror movie. We're going to be scary. Um, so I, I'm intrigued by the trailer. Trailer Oliver is not so much. He thinks it looks like it's trying to be um, too much of an action movie or a superhero movie. But I love I love Tom Cruise movies. I'm sorry, and he's on a roll right now. When in the the last slew of movies he've done, I've pretty much enjoyed them all except for Jack Reacher two. Felt lazy. It felt like the studio was like, "We're gonna do another one because if we don't, people will complain." But we don't really want to do another one. Just kind of washed out. You know, the first one's great. Anyway, um, right after that, uh, June 16th, Cars three we talked about, and then after that, the fifth entry in the Transformers franchise, Transformers The Last Night, June 23rd. The trailer is out now. It looks like all of the other ones, except for this one's probably going to have something to do with King Arthur and a sword. And I, Why do the Transformers keep looking different? I don't understand. But this one has Mark Wahlberg, and we also get back, um, oh my goodness, the general from the first three. Uh, he's married to Fergie. Oh my gosh, I can't remember anybody's names when I'm doing this. Um, he he looks like uh, oh now I can't remember the other guy's name either. Anyway, um, I'll see it. They're guilty pleasures. The four I enjoyed the second and third one more than the first one. I I enjoyed the third one quite a bit, but the fourth one I just was like I'm done. I want to get out of this movie. That's it was terrible. So hopefully this is at least a little better than that. Um, right after that though, June thirtieth, Despicable Me three. I didn't. I don't know. I just like forgot about this movie. So when they released the trailer, um, eighties inspired villain. I'm I'm digging it. Um, other people are like, uh, whatever. But I I love those movies. Those are some of my favorite animated movies. So I'm super excited about that. As we move down into July, there's a big one. July seventh. The Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Homecoming. Michael Keaton as the main bad guy. Come on, as the vulture. You got Tony Stark in there again. Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Um, and if they're describing this movie as a John Hughes Spider-Man movie, uh, yeah, sign me up. Plus, that kid Tom Holland did great in Civil War. So I am super excited for this movie. Um, there is another movie coming out. Um, several other movies. Um, bear with me here. The director of The Fifth Element, Luke Besson, um, he has a movie coming out called Valerian. And the City of a Thousand Planets. The trailer is out for this. If you haven't seen it yet, go see it. It's very interesting looking. They use this Beatles song in the in the trailer. Um, I am very excited. You know, he did Taken. Um, he did also do Lucy, which is like 50-50. Like, interesting concept. A weird sort of... I don't know if it was... I don't know. Either way. Regardless. Um, this is kind of... He compares to The Fifth Element. So... Yeah, this is apparently some something he read as a kid, and so it always inspired him. So he's clearly very passionate about this, so I look forward to that very much. Um, and then on that same day, July 24th, is the movie Dunkirk, which is Christopher Nolan's newest movie. Also a trailer out for this, um, which is a war movie. Um, World War II, I believe, and uh, Tom Hardy's in it. A very eclectic cast, actually. Uh, uh, Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy? Cillian Murphy? Um a bunch. I, I mean, if it's Christopher Nolan, sign me up. I'm going to see it. I don't care what it's about. I will see the movie. That man is, uh, he's the next, you know, you got Steven Spielberg. You got 
you got Christopher Nolan. You got J.J. Abrams, too, in there. It's like J.J. Abrams and Christopher Nolan are like, you smush them together, you get Steven Spielberg. You put them apart. They're like the two where, like, one studied this part of it, one studied this part of it. So sign me up. And then the long-awaited Dark Tower film. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. It's Stephen King. Um, very, very popular series of books. And they finally, for years, have been trying to make this movie. But they're finally doing it with Idris Elba. Um, big fan of his. Um so I'll be interested. No trailer yet, just a photo. Um, in August, nothing. I literally found no movie that I was like, oh, I'm excited for that. Um, September, and this surprised me, uh, the Lego Ninjango movie. Two Lego movies in one year. Hmm. Um, September 22nd for that. I, I checked on a couple of sites. It says it's still coming out this year. So I don't really know anything about Ninjango, but, uh, you know, the Lego movie did so well. I'll pretty much watch any Lego movie. Um in October, we've got a couple big ones. We've got Blade Runner 2049. That's on October 6th. Directed not by Ridley Scott, but there is a trailer out for it. It's got Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford's back, um, and it uh, the trailer's awesome. And uh, I heard they did a lot of practical sets to keep it true to the original. And um, I keep about to say, the director, whose uh, last name it starts with a V, uh, his uh, he just directed this movie Arrival, which was phenomenal, and he directed the movie Prisoners. He directed uh, Sicaro, Sicaro, Sicaro. Um, so this guy's on a roll, and he's very much. It's very Hitchcock. He's got a very suspenseful style, but beautifully shot. He's got a wonderful cinematographer, a great DP. Um, so there's that. Um, Blade Runner's coming out the sixth. Uh, also on the sixth, this Kingsman sequel, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. I've got to see this. I mean, the first one was great, a a little hyper-violent, but uh, just uh, what an unexpected treat of a movie. Uh, Love Taron Egerton. Um, This next one's going to be fun. I hear Ellen John's in it. And that's on the 6th. And then we've also got on the 20th, Insidious Chapter 4. I haven't even seen the third one yet. I heard the third one was pretty good, though. So um, I'll be interested for the fourth one, too. I loved the first and second one. Um, and then on the 27th, we've got Cloverfield 2017. So what's really cool, if you haven't seen 10 Cloverfield Lane, you have to see it. I understand some people are like, well, Cloverfield's that hit camera style I don't like. This one's not like it. This one isn't even a Cloverfield movie. There's like ties into it, but it's like a cousin movie. And it's really, really good. And again, I, I've used Hitchcock already, but the, the guy who directed this just... It reminded me of watching a classic Hitchcock movie. It was very good. It was very psychological, very well shot, very like, very, whew, one of my very unexpected, um, it's in my top 10 of 2016 for sure. Absolutely, 100%. Um, so that, the new one has to do with like outer space and um, something, it was originally called The God Particle. Um, I... If they're going to do a similar thing how they did with 10 Cloverfield Lane, I am on board 100%, 110%. So then we move into November. We've got Thor 3. Super excited about that. I said that's November 3rd. Justice League, the first one, November 17th. I I enjoy the trailer that they put out for this, the Comic-Con trailer. I am super excited to see Ezra Miller as The Flash. Um, I know it's annoying. Barry Allen on TV, Barry Allen on the movie, two different people. But Ezra Miller is a very talented actor. I love The Flash TV show. But I am very happy also to see another actor I love also playing a character that I've come to love. So very exciting to see that. Um, hopefully that 
Turns out, well, that is going to be the 17th. And then, like I said, Coco is on the 22nd of November. That'll push us into December where we've got Star Wars on the 15th. I mean, Ryan Johnson directing this movie. It's going to be insane. It's going to be great visually. It's going to be a great character study. Well written, I'm sure. Very solid movie. Cannot wait. Cannot wait since we get some of that footage. I'm sure we're not going to see anything till March or maybe even Star Wars Celebration April, which the Diz will be attending. Um... But then that moves us into the Jumanji movie, which is December 22nd, and not necessarily a reboot or a remake. So from the photos I've seen, and my understanding is, I think in this one, they're going into the board game. So it's going to be kind of like, I think Alan Parrish has existed as a character, so Robin Williams' character existed. So they might hear like rumblings of it, so this one might exist within that universe, which is, I think, nice. I think it's cool that they honor that. Um it's got The Rock. It's got Kevin Hart. Um, there's a bunch of other people in it, too. I think Jack Black's in it. Uh, and if you didn't see the Goosebump movie, I really enjoyed it. So I look forward to seeing that. Um, I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. I know Jumanji's great, and I'm beloved. But And then uh, that same day, on the 22nd, Pitch Perfect 3. Hmm. I didn't know they were going that quickly with those movies. But... Um, yeah, so that's it. That is the wrap-up of the movie slates I'm excited for in 2017. If I've missed a movie that you're excited for or you think I'd be excited for, leave it in the comments below. Let me know what movies you're looking forward to seeing this year. I'd really want to hear from it. Tweet at us, Dizpop Show. Comments in the YouTube section of this video or email us, which I guess you're just emailing me, rhino at www.info.com. Um, and I want to hear from you guys. Let me tell you, let's talk about movies, whatever. And then I also want to say... What do you guys want to see this year from the show? Let me know if there's more things you want to see me explore more of, explore less of. I Just let me know. I'm going to go out and get that content. And I, it, it helps me knowing I'm helping you. I know movie reviews. We've got some exciting things with Stranger Things coming up. And some other things I'm going to try. Lemony Snicket, A Series of Unfortunate Events. Hmm? Anybody interested in that? I'm very interested in that. Something about doing some reviews of that or something as like a bonus or something. But um, lots of stuff planned this year. I hope you guys all had a great holiday, and uh, I look forward to 2017. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, I will see you in the next episode of Diz Pop.